Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Open Bar Experience. David Dacker, your host. Please check out the website, openbar.space. You can also find me on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Alexa, and Overcast. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining me again. This week, uh, what is it that I'm doing? Well, it's been another long, long week. It feels like I just recorded last week's episode. And uh, the hours and the, uh, the work is, uh, is pretty intense. And I'm not saying in, in any kind of boohoo uh, type of way. <laughs> this is just saying that, you know, opening a bar, opening a, a restaurant is always a lot more work than you expect. Even though you expect a lot of work, the, uh, the hours uh, just condense on you. And the, uh, and the days and the, the, the weeks just you don't have enough time and and I think with probably any business owner um, can relate to that and um, and when it comes to this scale where there's so much anticipation for the space that it's um, I don't want to say overwhelming it's not overwhelming uh, but it's intense and uh, and the, the great thing about it the biggest compliment we've had is how much people have been talking about it in a positive way because when I go out and talk to friends that are in the industry, uh, whether it's downtown or in other uh, parts of the uh, city, people do say, it's like, man, people are really talking about you guys. Like, people are really, truly enjoying it. And that is uh, great to hear because everyone there has been working some very long hours and very, very hard. And it, everyone is putting out the best product that they can because this is what they do this is what their passion is and so you know kudos to them for 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 having that focus by the way i want to say uh thank you to uh, michael neff from the uh, cottonmouth uh what was it like last week he uh came by uh, he said he was gonna he's like hey i'll come by tomorrow and help you out and i thought it was just like you know that thing that people always say I, I can't tell you how many people say it's like, oh, yeah, man, uh, you know, I'll help you out. Just whatever you need. And then they never show up. Don't answer text. And I was like, OK, whatever. I'll do it myself. And I've been doing a lot of that myself. But this night, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Michael showed up and I was I was pretty slammed. You know, when you're working solo and uh, and, and the dish, the uh, the glassware starts to pile up on you and you know you got to do it and you do a whole you know, you do a round of dishes uh, of glassware in, in the dishwasher and then you pull them out because you need them and then you fill it up again and you wash them and then you go back to it and it just it's never ending. Uh, man, this dude came through, <laughs> did all the, it was the best bar back I've ever had. One, one of the top bar backs I've ever had, I got to say. Uh, did the dishes, did the restock. He did the kind of stuff that legends are made of, right? And I say that in a very sincere way because i think that if you if you think if you're always just a rock star if you're not ever willing to help someone in what they need not in the way that you know you necessarily might be known for whatever it is right he didn't try to jump in there and make cocktails he just says what is it that you need so what is it what is it that i can do to make sure you continue to make the cocktails that you're making and uh so 
Thank you, sir, for that. Um, much appreciated. Um, all right. Getting back to... It was somebody else I was going to say. Give a, give a big shout out to. Ah, I'll get to it. You know, I should probably start making notes before I get the mic on. But what's the fun in that? So last week I talked about concept. This week I'm going to touch a little bit about menu. But first, let me talk about the space that I'm in and, and what the situation that I'm in is. So the ad... Lockwood Station at Bravery Chef Hall is an incubator space, right? This is this is a pop-up that is going to be there. You know, it's not a weekend pop-up. It's damn near a year pop-up, 18-month pop-up, whatever. Because the idea being that it is a space where you can show your idea, right? Show your concept and... Um, and then uh, find investors to help you open, to be part of the opening of the brick and mortar, all right? So in that, incubators, historically, well, incubators, whenever I first heard that, that was in, in a, a tech type of, of thing. That's where uh, Instagram came up uh, and Uber and, and you know, uh, you know, WhatsApp or, you know, uh, Waze. This is a, a place where uh, it was a space to where you had access to certain people and you had a little bit of money um, so that way you can work on your idea. And you can work on your idea in day in, day out. So you can focus on it and really refine it and then see if so you can structure it so that way you can scale it. Um, that's what the tech world did. And so once you got to that point, then, you know, the big money would come in and make you, you know, blow up the way that, you know, Facebook did for, for Instagram. But the thing is, is now that is being applied to restaurants and bars. And that is kind of sort of what the whole space is. But let, let me focus on, on what I'm doing. And because I'm there for the shortest amount of time. And what that is, is in order to get people's eyes um on the space and on the idea and then help it grow after that. So in talking about menus, well, I have a menu that is for cocktails. And why did I did that? Well, because naturally that's going to get, you know, become a, a 10 cocktail menu. How does that happen? Very simple. People know margaritas, old fashions, Manhattans, lemon drops, Negronis, um, you know, and Cosmos and, and things like that. So even though you have four uh, four cocktails on your menu, you're still going to get a request for, you know, maybe 10 different drinks. And it, being that the, the bar is so small, you don't have space for five, you know, for four or five bartenders, max two bartenders with one bar back. Then and, and having, you know, a capacity of over 400 people in the food hall, well, then you have to be able to be prepared for that kind of volume in such a small space. So then if I keep the menu small, there's a few things that happen. One, I can execute the cocktails very easily. Two, the ingredients will stay fresh. Because I know 
too many bars and if you you know you're an industry professional then you're going to know also that you know there there's times whenever there's herbs that should be thrown out that haven't been thrown out or citrus or you know things of that nature to where you just keep it for one more day cuz yeah it's fine it's not going to it's not going to hurt anyone but you know citrus starts to the acid starts to brown the edges you know of lime uh, wedges and and lemon wedges right it doesn't look very good it doesn't look appetizing and there's no need for that there really isn't because there's no need for someone to prep you know two quarts of lemon wedges on a tuesday night right but that's the reason why that happens but anyway i digress Going back to the focus of a small menu, the small menu, you have limited ingredients for that menu, and therefore, you run through them on a regular basis. So, all the other ingredients, I mean, you know, Manhattan, you know, vermouth, as long as you have vermouth on the menu, you're fine. And if you have high-quality vermouth, you can keep it for three to four weeks. So, it's not a big deal. Um, or, you can just put Manhattan on a menu, you know, because I handwrite with mine. But I normally don't put those cocktails on the menu because they are already in people's minds. They're classics. People already know them. You don't have to sell a margarita. A margarita got sold, you know, 70 years ago. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's already there. So then in focusing on a small menu, and, and frankly, I think that the menu right now, it's a little bit too small. But it's been a one-man show, mostly, right? So once I get staffed up, then, you know, there's going to be a bit more, uh, more leverage. But up to this point, it's just been, you know, I pick up ingredients, I go and I prep, I work the shift, I close the shift, you know, close down the bar, I figure out what is it that I need for the next day. I go the next day, I pick it up, and I do this. And this is what I've been doing the last month. Now, that sounds like I'm chasing my tail, but at the same time, there has already been stuff that dropped off. In other words, something that was really popular early on is not so popular now. And some of the things that have been kind of popular have been become very popular. And this is just on a very, very small menu. But when it comes to menus, there's so many out there so many templates out there that people follow the same ones. And although these templates come from really fantastic bars, very, very great bars um, nationally and globally, you don't have to follow their template because your market may, be, may not be ready for it or just in context. The context is wrong. And it, that doesn't even matter to me. What matters to me is the fact that if I'm given an opportunity to have a space to do something unique, why do something that everyone has already done? Why do something that has been done so much that has been dumbed down? So these are the th questions that I ask myself. Why do that? So I'm going to do something different because it is being unique and, and understanding concept that got me in the space to begin with. So that's what I'm going to do. It ruffles some feathers with, uh, you know, industry people or even sometimes consumers. People look at it and it's like, you only have four drinks? And I'm like, no, you know, I can make whatever it is that you request as long as I have the ingredients. And then they go, oh, I have a vodka soda. 
But then I'll give them a sample of one of the cocktails and they'll order it because they're good. Because I can focus on making sure that every single cocktail, all four of them, are delicious. Right? How many bars out there make the cocktail, before, every cocktail on the menu before the shift to make sure that everything is right? Not very many at all. I can do that every single day. It's only four cocktails. I don't have 12, 15 cocktails to make full versions of and then, you know, have to comp all that. So there you go. Pretty simple. But the execution of it requires a lot of discipline because people get nervous very easily. And I have executed a lot of those menus with, you know, the, the typical templates of this is how many of these cocktails, this, this style you have, and this is how much you have of this, and this is how much you have of that. And because, you know, it was, I was learning. I'll admit to that. And then the other one was, even whenever I wanted to do things differently, because there's always an owner or there's always a general manager that wants to do what everyone is doing. And that's that. So the point here is that at Lockwood Station, I'm going to be doing things that are different because to me, that is the point of an incubator space is to do things that are different, that work, that people enjoy, that, um, that people want, whether they realize it or not. It's, it's so much easier to make a decision on a, on a small menu than it is on a big, huge menu. And, and I'm sure that there are some people that just like the look of a big-ass menu. <laughs> um, but that's not what I'm presenting. I mean, I'm sure there's people that want a lot of things at, at every single bar. But if that was the case, then there'd be no difference between this one and that one. But I do want it to have a difference. And I do want it to be unique. And I do want people to have an experience that is uh, conducive to the quality of product that I'm putting out. So, once again, keeping it short this week. This is, uh, I'm, I'm pushing through uh, all of the hours and, and whatnot. And um, I am promise you, uh, we'll have some very, very interesting and, and, and great chefs uh, on the show. It is coming. Uh, these, <laughs> you know, it's them just as much as me. You know, we say, yeah, we're going to do it next week. And then the, the day starts to approach. And it's like, man, I, I can't. I got this going on. Or it's me saying, man, I, you know, can, you, can we record the day before, the day after? Because, you know, I got uh, all of these other things going on. And, uh, and so that's the way it's been. But, you know, I know that once the, uh, the show gets uh, on the flow once again uh, and once the, the chefs get their time and, and they get their flow uh, over at Bravery, uh, we'll sit down for some, some very cool stuff. So I have a uh, happy hour coming up soon. I have a brunch type of menu coming up that is vermouth driven soon. And, uh, and that is it. I have to get some sleep um, because, you know, that's what humans do. But anyways, 
Thank you for joining me. Talk to you next week. Remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and keep the conversation going.